Hi, I'm Kwana. I'm T. Joey. And welcome to Views from the Chicks, a music podcast where we dissect music and music lyrics as it relates to everyday life. Hi, ladies. Thanks for tuning in. We want to first acknowledge people that have been commenting on our pictures on Instagram and uh, sending us emails. We really appreciate the support and we really appreciate the engagement because that's really why we did this, you know. We love you guys. People, yeah, you know, to engage with people and to have conversations and to, you know, just kind of interact with uh, like-minded individuals, especially when it comes to the music. So we're really happy that people are just you know, whether it's like a small comment or just, you know, agreeing with the point that we post or sending a really, you know, really nice email. Like, we really appreciate all that. Yes, yeah. thank you guys so much, so much. It means the world to us. Yeah, it's all about the music and we appreciate. If you love music, we love you. And mm-hmm. it's just a, a kind of a space for us to use music as a way to make it relate to everyday life. And Absolutely. and we hope we could bring a little light, a little joy, a little conversation, a little insight to each of you um, when we present you with these different podcasts on these different topics. Some may be uncomfortable, some may be fun, some may be lighthearted, some may be a little ratchet. But you know what? That's what makes us human beings and this makes us who mm-hmm. we are. So yes. here we are. These from the chick. We are, we are full people. Absolutely. <laughs> full people. Many Many experiences, many views, many thoughts. Some you and may or may not agree with, but, you know, that's what we're here for. Yes. And to piggyback off of that, um, today's episode will be about music therapy. Um, and the reason why we wanted to dedicate this episode to music therapy and how we feel like music helps you get through difficult, tough, fun, happy, sad times in just recent events. I think it has been very heavy for a lot of people because of the turnout of the election. And just a disclaimer, everyone is has the right to vote and they have the right to go with whoever they choose to. You know, that's an intimate moment between you and yourself when you go Mm -hmm. in there and you place your ballot. So we're going to put that disclaimer. So the conversation we're having tonight is all based on, I guess, maybe personal views. You do not have to agree or disagree with what we say. But last week was very heavy uh, for a lot of us. Yeah, it was. And we came together as a group and we wanted to think about, like, how can we relate this to music? And the only way that we felt like it was best to relate this to music was through songs that help us get through difficult times. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think last week was definitely, you know, it really shocked the world. And I feel like it opened the eyes for a lot of people to things that they probably never expected or maybe didn't think that would happen in the way that it did. Through that, we turn to music. Music is definitely a therapeutic outlet for many of us, and I'm sure you, those of you listening out there can relate. I'm sure you have that one song or maybe that artist or whatever it may be that you turn to in times of need, if not other vices. But, yeah, we wanted to talk to you today about music therapy. So what do you guys, what do you guys think? How do you use music as therapy in your life or during this time? How have you used it? Um, well, personally, when it comes to music, I really 
well, personally, I really love music that makes me feel good and makes me feel happy or makes me feel kind of like hyped up in a way like, you know, like listening to like Adele is fine, you know, Mm -hmm. like some people need that. Some people need that music that's really going to put them in their feelings so they can just kind of let it out and then move on. Um, But for this particular um this particular situation, I really just wanted to listen to music that just really made me smile and really made me happy. So, you know, on the train or, you know, if I'm at work or something, you know, I mean, I don't know about where everyone else is, but I know here in New York City, the, the day after the election was announced, so that Wednesday morning, I just remember you know, being on the train, being on the bus and on my way to work and being in my office and the mood was so somber. Very. Like everybody yeah. was just kind of quiet. Like Very. just, you know, good morning, good morning. Hi. Hi. Like, <laughs> you know, not really speaking, but, you know, oh, how are you doing? Oh, I'm okay. Like it was just kind of so somber. Like yeah. people were all black. I know I did. <laughs> I was all black. I'm so serious. I wore all black. You were morning. You were morning. I was in morning, and my mother wore all black, and oh, we no. didn't know. She texted me her outfit was like, "I'm in all black." I was like, "Me too, mom. <laughs> me too." I think it's more like a subconscious thing too. It's like your body yeah. is like reacting naturally as you would after a, a huge loss. Yeah. Yeah. And know? if anybody who who's not from New York City or who hasn't taken the NYC subway or east coast transit you know um the morning rush hour is crazy um mm-hmm. i i was like thinking to myself well damn there's no bums on the train asking for money like even the bums were having a hard time like the you know like the people who are always like oh can i get a dollar any of this or blah blah blah. there was nobody talking mm-hmm. on the train it was silent and i was like you know mm-hmm. it's something is up when no one's talking no one even got into an argument if someone bumped into mm-hmm. someone it was like okay nobody good. cared everyone's like uh yeah, yeah. But I also like i know what like, you're feeling yeah and i also felt like when we were on the train like everyone was like kind of i feel like people like we were looking at each other like i got you like yeah we're mm-hmm. on the same page like you just mm-hmm. kind of looked at people and just kind of gave them like a little smile or even just looking at them was kind of like this sense of encouragement like you're not alone in this um that's Mm -hmm. that's how I felt but I felt like the whole week was like that for me it was just a very tough week you would have thought like you know I hate to compare it to this but like you know it felt like it was like 9-11 or something like everybody was just so yeah where people were comparing it people were saying like you know, since nine eleven, eleven nine is the worst mm-hmm. date after that. I like, know. So many it's crazy that those numbers that worked out like that too. I I'm know. just saying. Yeah. I mean, I'm no conspiracy theorist. I mean, sometimes I'd be thinking crazy, but <laughs> you know, I just think the timing in that with the date was just like what. So this place that I go to sometimes, when I went there last week, it was like really chipper. You know, the TV's on, the radio's on, everyone's talking and happy and giddy. Went there the day after the election, everyone is just somber. Standing in the coffee line, quiet, just quiet, somber. The one lady I met with, she's just like, oh, Joanne, are you okay? Is everything okay? Are you all right? Are you all right? And I'm like, yeah, like, I'm I'm cool. Not really cool, but I'm like, I'm, I'm okay. Like, I'm all right. But everyone mm-hmm. just had the same feeling. Everyone felt the same. And, like, honestly, every time I wake up, I mean, it gets, I guess, better as the days go on. But yeah. every time I wake up, it feels so surreal. I'm like, am I dreaming? This shit just happened, though? Yeah. Like, is this real? And I don't know. I think it 
I think it hits me more because I think of like my little brother who's like in the military and like, you know, what the outcome is going to be later on. And just like, I'm not even scared of Trump himself or whatever, but it's just the actions of other people. That's just extremely unpredictable. And it's like, that's kind of like what not shakes me up, but just like, you know, people are crazy. People are crazy. And things that he stood for or whatever it just does not sit well with most people but there's people who feel real entitled to do some crazy shit and i'm just Mm -hmm. like you know this is the world we live in i guess i I mean personally it's not trump that worries me it's like the people under him right mainly his vice president Mm -hmm. and some things about him his like his like uh supporters who have really shown more of their ass. I mean, for lack of a better phrase. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, but I think we're going to, we're moving on and we're going to deal with it and it'll be, it'll be all right. It'll be all right. It will be. I mean, but back to Joey's question, um, I guess you're talking about like music that how do we use music as therapy? I uh, I guess it just depends on your mood, like how Kwana was saying, she likes to listen to uplifting music um, when, depending on, you know, for this situation, I think it definitely depends on your mood. Like if I want to go, if I know I'm going out that night, I'm going to listen to some ratchet music or I'm going to put on some soca, things that I know to make me feel good. During this instance, I tried to play music that made me happy and it just didn't work. So I kind of hit a roadblock in that aspect of music being therapeutic for me in this case i try to listen to solange i try to listen to some soca music (laughs) i try to listen to everything and i just could not it couldn't shake me um i don't know if anybody has ever had that experience but that's what i was going through this week i have to be honest with you it wasn't until i went to church today that i felt better uh, I don't know how what is what it is about like the live music and being in the energy of the church and like everyone around you having to feel the same feeling and the full spirit. So the feeling in the church was just so thick today that I it like kind of like break me out of the funk. You know what I mean? And like mm-hmm. I love that my pastor recognized that everyone was feeling very uneasy, so he gave the congregation that space to sing it out, to mm. stomp it out, to cry it out. He was very, like, cognizant of that space that everybody was in, so he let us have that moment. So I don't know what it is for different people, but, like, me having that moment, like, kind of, like, just brought me back. So maybe it's not me alone listening to music. Maybe I need to be around people with music or uplifting music or being in a space mm. to feel uplifted. Because sometimes right. just listening to your iPod and you choosing the playlist or choosing whatever is not enough. You know, maybe, I don't know, I, I don't know who was all spiritual and who's not, but, like, you know, maybe God was in there and God was moving everyone and he was helping everyone become more joyous and letting know that we're not defeated because, you know, you have him. And just seeing everyone around us, around me, feeling that same feeling it just helped me kind of bring me out of the funk and like i guess it's just the power of the music as well yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely i feel like after that i feel like you know as we were talking about after this we kind of went through the stages of loss so Mm -hmm. i feel like i went through you know that um the kubler ross theory where you go through like the phases of anger denial acceptance i feel like i went through that in waves so Mm -hmm. right after it i was like sad immediately so i turned to like more instrumental kind of peaceful songs or sometimes even silence so I can just wallow Mm -hmm. in my thoughts 
and then mm-hmm. I get then I get angry. So I'm like, let me play to pimp a butterfly. Like this is what <laughs> this is what is gonna mm-hmm. happen. I'm getting riled up, and then I turn to the you know to the a seat at the table with Solange. Like where mm-hmm. that was kind of like the in between of anger but acceptance because it's like this is how it is. Mm-hmm. And then moving on to just, like, my regular shit. Like, you know what? I have to move on. I have to just mm-hmm. resume my life because this happened. This was one event that happened. It will have long-term effects on us, of course. But, like, at the end of the day, no matter what happens, nothing's stopping my money. Nothing's stopping my education. <laughs> Bill's got to get paid. Life needs to be lived. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? You know what I mean? Ain't like Life truth. goes on. Life goes on. It sucks. But, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, regardless if it was like Trump or Hillary or whatever, we, you know, we as African-American, especially African-American women, mm-hmm. we have been dealing with, you know, the racism and the, you know, all, mm-hmm. all that stuff. We've been dealing with that for so long. We have right. the shootings with like Mike Brown and, um, mm-hmm. you know, like Trayvon, Trayvon Martin and like all these things have been going on since before mm-hmm. the election was even like a thought. And this is under uh, the under Obama. Obama can't control mm-hmm. the actions of other people. You know, he's one mm-hmm. person. So that, like, shows me, like, regardless of how this turned, that's not going to stop it. We, are, we have other things that are still happening that mm-hmm. still needs to be dealt with at the forefront. So it's like we kind of can't be surprised that it went that way. It was mm-hmm. kind of yeah. like, well, this is America. Like, it, it, was, it was surprising, but it wasn't, like, shocking. Right. Like, I wasn't like, I was like, damn, really? He he won (laughs) wow okay but then i was like well that doesn't really surprise me (laughs) like mm, it doesn't really surprise me but all right like but i was just saying at the same time we don't get it twisted like this is not the first time someone who is racist has been elected like you know i feel like sometimes we gotta uh put things in perspective i know a lot of people felt defeated i I know a lot of people felt angry i know a lot of people felt discouraged i know a lot of people felt like we took a million steps back but, you know, I keep going back to church or whatever, but... No, absolutely, go ahead. Going back to church mm-hmm. today, he was just like, we've been here before. He's like, Harriet yeah. Tubman, Nat Turner, you know... Absolutely. MLK, all these people have gone through these things for us and have done these things for us, and they've gone through worse, you know, mm-hmm. and they absolutely. sacrificed their lives for us to be in a place where we can walk down the street and feel proud and be happy or have our corporate jobs or have our natural hair out in our office. You know what I mean? Like these people have Mm -hmm. sacrificed these things already for us. So we should not feel defeated. Like we should feel like, okay, this happened. Yeah. Okay. But this is not the first time. Hello, Bush. Like, you know, all these other people we've been through worse things and we can get through this. I don't feel like everyone should sit around and like, you know, um, like mobile yeah, like, yeah. we shouldn't yeah. dwell about it. like we should just like get together there's so many other things like okay so you know we're strong people we come from a strong community we have strength in our blood we came from a line of people who have given and sacrificed so much for us to be where we are today so we should take this as a moment to like okay let's you know, let's get ourselves together. Let's pick ourselves up. Let's only give us a limited time to be feel somber and whatever. Let's pick ourselves up and let's get moving. There's so many things that are on the table. You have midterms coming up. Every two years, you have to select the House and the Senate. Like, there's things that we can do. So, yes, we can 
protest and we can do all these other things, but there's actually things that we can do to make a difference. And this, as you're right, Joey, it doesn't stop our grind. It doesn't stop no. our hustle. It doesn't mm-hmm. stop my coins. I'm going to continue doing what I'm going to do. And you know what? I'm going to, this is also, sometimes we need things that like humble us. I always tell mm-hmm. people sometimes yeah. God puts you in positions to humble yourself, to make you realize like, oh, okay, you think it's sweet. You think it's good. Like, no, it's not always going to be sweet. It's not going to always be comfortable. So we put ourselves, we have to be put in positions to make us realize that, okay, this is real. This is the America that we live in. So we have to figure out what we're going to do to be an example to make things better, period. Right. I agree. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. And I think from this, in terms of it, like humbling people, I think what I take away from this entire situation, it has showed me the resilience in our people that we are like, even though we may seem defeated, at the end of the day, we're still undefeated because we still we still put our best foot forward and mm-hmm. we still try, strive to do better. You have someone like Obama, the first black president. Not one scandal came out of his administration within the eight years that he was that he was president. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not one. Both Obama and Michelle graduated from Ivy League schools, the top like the top of the bar. You know what I mean? And still they mm. could, they can do wrong in people's eyes just because right. they're black. But then you have this person on the other side who has you know he's talking about his dislike for immigrants but he has an immigrant wife whatever whatever and he represents Mm -hmm. all these things negative but somehow people still see him as more than what Mm -hmm. you know you know what Mm -hmm. i mean like it just shows the resilience in our people and then it also shows like we as people we need to start doing better it has opened our eyes to things like the Mm -hmm. college it has opened our eyes to things that we were not abreast to before Mm -hmm. and it's also opened our eyes you know people are just like black versus white wisdom isn't alive but people who are not in the minority see the hate for themselves Mm. you know what i mean they're able to feel it Uh, I think what's probably going to come out of this is that we're really going to have to hit rock bottom for people to to truly see, like people who don't already see, Mm -hmm. to truly see that, oh, so you guys weren't lying the whole time. Like, you guys were being serious. Like, yeah, this is is it. This is our life. This is what happens. This is real. Mm -hmm. Like, we weren't making up stories. We weren't, you know, lying when we said, you know, that there's discrimination and there's prejudice and there's different things like this is this is real mm-hmm. like you see it it's blatant, it's blatant in your face it's not subtle right. it's not hidden mm-hmm. it's not like people hiding and being all like low key about it like he's telling you to your face mm-hmm. like and not denying it either just like yeah not yeah, denying it yeah i did that yeah and making excuses for it and people are accepting it. like i don't know if you guys saw the um dave Chappelle skits from snl yeah, right. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. yeah. you didn't. Okay. So well, he there was one really good skit. I mean, his everything was great. Like his entry, his entry monologue was great. But he had one where he was like doing an election party, and you know, my mom she loves it. Mm. So we had an election party, and just seeing the waves and the different phases that they went through in that election party by the hour. That's the exact feeling that we had in my house. So it's like you know, you have the people who are not in the minority being very hopeful and like the minorities mm-hmm. being a little less hopeful and like you know well this is the america we've always lived in but you guys mm-hmm. are seeing it now mm-hmm. for yourself so that kind of goes to what right. our point is kind of like a wolf in sheep's clothing like i feel like this really yeah. opened up your eyes to see like you know the people who are smiling in your face don't really support you and what mm-hmm. you have going or support the issues that you feel like are very important to you. Or they'll tell you to your face, like, yeah, yeah, I'm for this, I'm for that, blah, blah, blah. But when they go in there and they have their intimate moment with their ballot, they are like, oh, okay, this person, who he is, represents me, and I'm for his rhetoric. 
Do you know what I'm saying? Right, mm-hmm. like, right. You made that decision. You have to live with that decision you made. But you know what? Thank you for doing that because you opened my eyes that I know that there are people out there that I may have forgotten because we live in this kind of bubble here in New York or on Mm -hmm. the East Coast that we Mm -hmm. feel like everyone is progressive and everyone's liberal, whatever, whatever. Like 9% of Democrats voted for him. So that tells you something too there. You know what I mean? And a lot of people voted for the um, independent party. So the votes that could have went to said person where went to other places and then I also got to say something too like um a lot of people in I know Florida was a big state so there's a lot of um Haitian Americans that feel troubled by the Clinton administration because they feel like the Clinton administration had a lot of money that they raised for Haiti and then the Haitians don't feel like they received any of that money so then there's that Mm -hmm. so there's so many things that this election is shedding light to that people need to be aware of and open their eyes like you need to see clearly now if you don't see clearly now i don't know what else is it going to take for you to see well if you don't see clearly it's because you don't want to see you don't want to right right you don't want to and you're also guilty of a lot of the things that you need to be privy to at the same Mm -hmm. time yeah i definitely 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 agree with that and on that note with you with the statistics, I want to give a round of applause to my black women because 93% <laughs> of us showed out. Okay. Yay. Yay. So thank you. Okay. Best go leave. I got, I got up early. I got dressed. <laughs> go girl. I left the house early. I, I went right to my polling place. I placed my vote and I walked out of there and got to work early. Mm. See? Absolutely. And got to work with my coffee and everything like, good morning. <laughs> I voted this morning. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So we have a lot to be proud about. I mean, regardless of all this, we got mm-hmm. some determination. There's fight in us. We a lot of fight. We'll, we'll so people good. don't feel discouraged. No. Mm-hmm. But with that all. being said, my song of choice is Rise Up by Andra Day. Please take a listen. You're broken down and tired of living life on the merry-go-round. And you can't find a fighter, but I see it in you, so we gon' walk it out. Move mountains, we gon' walk it out and move mountains. Rise Up. That's a good song. Yes, great song. Her voice is crazy. Yes. 
I feel like I need someone like with that. I need a powerhouse voice to like get yeah. me moving sometimes. <laughs> like if you're not a powerhouse, if you, I don't. Sometimes I can't handle the mellow thing to just get mm-hmm. ready to go. But before I go into like uh, my thoughts on this song and why it's special to me, I really wanted to share a quote of the recent, the meaning behind the song by none other than vocalist, a singer, songwriter who did this song. She says, Rise Up is just a song about any type of relationship. I look at everyone as we all are brothers and sisters, and we are all a body working together. Rise Up is saying one piece isn't better than the other. When this part is struggling, I'm going to help you. I think that's where we are, um, I guess, as a country and as a nation, um, that we really need to rise up and we just kind of take what is happening and like let it sit with us and let it marinate and we kind of find within ourselves of how we can help one and one another grow through this trying time and like listening to this song it just sends chills down my spine because her voice is like impeccable and I just feel like she's like calling to my soul telling me that I need to do better and I need to rise up and I need to be free and I need to feel like I can do something. And I feel like after listening to this song, I can do anything. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. That's just how I feel after listening. And then there's one part that I really resonate in the lyrics that says, when the silence isn't quiet and it feels like getting too hard to breathe. And I know you feel like dying, but I promise will take the world to its feet and move mountains. And I just really love um, Mm. that verse when she says that in the song because sometimes you want it to be silent and then the world isn't silent and there's just like so much chaos and motion going around you that you have no choice but to deal with the noise, you know what I mean? And I think in that verse she's telling you that even though you want silence, if we do it together... We can end the noise and, and just like, just basically saying, you know, two is better than one or four is better than two. Like, you know, if we just come together as a community and we rise up and we stand up for what we need to see, the two, we have to be the change we want to see, period. And yeah. I think that's basically what the song says. So this is a song that I am feeling for the moment that is helping me get through this difficult time that is hard to process. So, yes. Have you guys ever heard of this song before, and what do you think about it? I think it's great. I think the first time that I saw her, I think it was Black Girls Rock, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Or was it Black Girls? It was Black Girls Rock, and then also CNN did a special, which I thought she was perfect, and it goes to what you were saying about the song, too. Um, mm-hmm. CNN did a special about, like... Um, people who are people who are making a difference in other people's lives so they had this one lady who was like fighting crime in her neighborhood another lady was like um building homes for homeless people and they had Andrew Day, and she sang rise up and it just fit the mood everyone was definitely like in awe of her voice and the message behind it and i thought that her message definitely conveyed you know what they were doing through their through their community work Definitely. I I mean, I think the first time I heard her sing was probably one of like an award show on TV. Like she performed mm-hmm. Rise Up. And I was like, whoa, like who who is singing right now? Like I think I was probably in the other room and I was like, whoa, whoa who is singing? Like who is this? <laughs> and I had to go in there and see because her voice was just like 
powering through the walls like what who is singing like that i mean she was singing that song and i was like whoa like so then i got her name from there and then you know from there i i've listened to some of her other music and i was like her voice is is crazy like she's definitely um someone who you can really feel the emotion mm-hmm. like when she performs you can really feel the words and and you can really feel that she that she feels that herself mm-hmm. you know like she's not just singing it she's like no i actually i i resonate with these lyrics and these words and i i truly believe what i'm singing and you you feel that whenever she performs mm-hmm. you definitely do and like fun fact about this song is um she said she was spending some time praying before she went into the studio to write the song. Mm-hmm. And she was just saying, like, as soon as the pianist started playing the um, the notes to the song, she's like, it just came out of her. Like, all the words, the emotion. Mm, really? Just, like, flowing out of her. So I, I think that's, I mean, I don't know how many people are spiritual, but sometimes, like, the power of prayer and the being that spiritually connected, it just, like, brings something out of you. And I feel like that's why she had so much emotion when she mm-hmm. sang the song, because you can really feel it. Like, you feel like your spirit is moving when you listen to the song, so. Mm. Joey, what's oh. your song? Uh, well, my song is by Amel LaRue. It's called Weather, so let's take a listen to that. Changing seasons, not in vain. The beauty of the weather's here for some distraction from our pain. Let the warmth of life will miss you. Let the winter's no fall and trance you. You don't have to pay nothing to take in of you. Let the winter wind blow your pain away. Let the blue sky be your secret. as of late this is more in my acceptance phase I guess I'll say mm-hmm. <laughs> me and my mom we went walking this morning and she decided her knees hurt and so she left me so <laughs> I'm good thing I have, good thing I have my iPod with me and my headphones but I'm like walking just taking in you know it's the fall time and all that so I was just like you know this really reminds me of a really good song so I played this song and I'm walking and the overall essence of the song is more soothing, mellow, but it just reminds you to take in everything around you. We get so mm-hmm. caught up in, like, social media and everything, and I feel like after, you know, the election, whatever, everyone turned to Facebook. Everyone's voicing their opinion on Facebook. Everyone's doing all that. So, like, for the whole day, it's kind of like just tune out for a second. Tune out for a second. Take in the world around you. This is God's creation. We are all here for a reason. You know, the sun rises, the moon, you know something bigger than just us and what we're dealing with right now. Mm -hmm, So part of the song, she says, um, 
God created changing seasons, not in vain. The beauty of the weather's here for some distraction from our pain. And it's true mm. because we internalize so many emotions and it's like there's so much going on outside of us. We are more than just our being. Maybe this is speaking to more like a spiritual level or whatever. But it's mm-hmm. like it just reminds me that I have a purpose. We all have a purpose. And we need to start uplifting each other, uplifting each other, stop putting each other down because there's so much beyond us. Like, we're not here to hate each other. We're only here for a limited amount of time, really, if you think about it in the grand scheme of things. And I feel like during that time, we need to really put time and energy into other people as well. Yes, good choice. Um, So I am a huge, like, when it comes to um, music that makes me feel good, uh, hip-hop is definitely something that just makes me feel really good and you know makes me feel happy and uplifted so I chose Kendrick Lamar All Right which has kind of become like an anthem (laughs) of all the stuff that's been happening so let's take a listen to All Right All it's my life I has to fight nigga All it's my life I hard times like yeah Bad trips like yeah, Nazareth. I'm fucked up, homie. You fucked up, but if God got us, then we gon' be alright. Nigga, we gon' be alright. Nigga, we gon' be alright. We gon' be alright. Do you hear me? Do you feel me? We gon' be alright. Nigga, we gon' be alright. Huh? We gon' be alright. Nigga, we gon' be alright. Do you hear me? Do you feel me? We gon' be alright. Uh. And when I wake up, I recognize you looking at me for the pay cut. Bahamas, I be looking at you from the face down. One Mac 11, even boom with the face down. Skimming, and let me tell you about my life. Painkillers only put me in a twilight. What pretty pussy and Benjamin is the highlight. Now tell my mama I love her, but this what I like. Lord knows. 20 of them in my Chevy. Tell them all to come and get me. Reaping everything I sow. So my karma come in heaven. No preliminary hearings on my record. I'm a motherfucking gangsta in silence for the record. Uh. Tell the world I know it's too late. Boys and girls, I think I've gone great. Trying to side my faces all day Won't you please believe when I say When you know we've been hurt, been down before Nigga, when our pride was low Looking at the world like, where do we go? And that was Kendrick Lamar, All Right. I truly, truly, truly love that song. And I think just the, um, you know, just the, as soon as the song starts and he's just like, all my life I had to fight. You know, you know what I mean? You'd be like, what's this song about to be about? I know, and it's so, and if, you know, if you know your, your culture references, (laughs) you know, if if anybody has seen The Color Purple, Mm -hmm. then you know where that reference came from and you understand. (laughs) Mm But, you know, just, I I love a, (laughs) when a songwriter can just be very straightforward. But when he says, you know, I'm fucked up, homie, you fucked up, but if God got us, then we gonna be all right. And it's just yeah, like, me, you feel me? Yeah. yes, <laughs> I know, it's just, it, I feel like sometimes, you know, some, you know, it's nice to hear like, you know, it's all like, you know, we just need to be strong. No, it's like, you know what? I messed up. You messed up. It, it's gonna be okay. <laughs> and, and sometimes you just need someone to be real straightforward with you. Like maybe it's not so eloquent. Maybe it's not so poetic. Mm. But sometimes it's just like, you know, we going to be all right. Point blank, period. End of story. That's it. Like chill. You know, it's going to be okay. Um, so 
I just really love how straightforward that is. And I just really um, love this song. And I just think whenever I listen to it, it just truly makes me feel like, you know, okay, like, you know, we're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. We're going to get through it somehow, some way, you know, like maybe we have to cry through it. Maybe we have to dance through it. Mm -hmm. Maybe we have to laugh. Maybe we have to hold hands. But, you know, but no matter what, like... You know, and, and and we're in it together. Like, I relate to you. You relate to me. You're sad. I'm sad. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, you're confused. I'm confused. Mm-hmm. Like, but it's going to be okay. We're going to be all right. We're going to figure this out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I love this. Can I just say one thing? Uh, Color Purple is like, you told Hopper to beat me. Sorry, I had to say it. <laughs> Y'all might have to revoke my black card because I have not watched it in Are, its full. Yo, let, no, listen, listen. Y'all need to let me finish. You didn't let me finish. Hold on now. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I've seen the entire movie, but not like from beginning to end. Like, I'll catch a little bit here, a little bit here, a little bit here. Yeah, so, so um, you know. But you, but then you've never seen the entire movie. But like in bits and pieces so I can just piece them all together like a puzzle. But I'm sure there are parts you've never seen. You know, probably. Probably. <laughs> you know, but you know what? I will. I mean, I'm an adult now, so I guess this isn't a real excuse. <laughs> but You can watch whatever you want. I know. But like, in, in high school, you went to a scene on Broadway. I wasn't, I wasn't at that Broadway performance. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying a week. I mean, but I would have loved it. Well, yeah. I, I thought you said college for a second. My bad. <laughs> Mm, okay, she's all defensive about her color purple, her black no, car. No, I really thought you said college. I'm like, I don't think I went to that. No, but I, 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 we will not revoke your black card. Because, <laughs> you know, it, at least you've seen it. If you would have said that you've never, like, you didn't know what we were talking about, I would have been like, nah, oh, no. hang up the phone, hang up the phone. Hang up the phone. Oh, my, yes, the everybody the listening. Just hang up. <laughs> everybody listening, if you haven't seen Color Purple, make sure you go watch it. Yes, go watch it. Like, and it doesn't, you know, life. it doesn't even matter, about, you know, how you feel about this particular election. It's just a really great movie that is just <laughs> political really friend. important to see. Yeah, just it's re- just a really important movie to see. Just go watch The Color Purple, please. Yeah. So good. Like, or read the book. Or do that. Read the book, yeah. you know. I really do I'm, an, I'm an play, avid though. reader. I love to read. I would love Please to read. Play, though. Either read the book. Uh, yeah, but like the one that's going on now with like Danielle Brooks and all them. I, yeah. Is it still running? I don't know. Yeah, yes, it is. It is? Yes. Okay. I would mm-hmm. love to see that. And, and also, in order to go along with this episode, we decided that we are going to do a Chicks Mix Volume 2. Because mm-hmm. Volume mm-hmm. 1 is up and live on our SoundCloud mm-hmm. along with all of our um, episodes, we do have Chicks Mix Volume 1, um, which is just the basic sort of intro mix, uh, just to get you a little bit um, onto the kind of music that we like. But this particular mix will be all about music therapy. So we are going to pick a couple more songs that we like to listen to individually, and we are going to put that on a mix onto our SoundCloud so you guys can listen to it as well. Yay! Absolutely. I can't wait for us to have episodes where we're fun. <laughs> no more serious, not so serious. I know. We're really fun. No, but seriously, there's been a lot of serious stuff there going on. We have a lot of I feel like we kind of like, a lot of things have been going on has been so tense, but it's like worth a discussion. So kind of like. 
next episode will be more fun. Yes! It will be. It will be. But we're going to play a really good game. I'm not going to say what it is, but we're going to play a bomb-ass Uh-oh, game. Oh, I'm yes. excited. Stay tuned. Yes! <laughs> so this was a great episode, ladies. Thank you so much for uh, for the, you know, the idea of the music therapy. I think that was such a good good way to um, connect with each other, you know, after the events of last week. I hope this has been a helpful episode. Mm-hmm. Let us know on Instagram, Twitter. Send us an email. Let us know what songs you use as music therapy. Do you think it's a real thing? Is it helpful? Is it not? Let us know your thoughts. Until next yes. time. Next time, guys. Peace. Have a blessed week. <laughs>